The Tennessee Titans do. No Tennessee Titans thing ever. Let's get into it. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans! He is the baddest man in the NFL! And he just took her to the house! The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. Tennessee Titans fall to the Houston Texans 19 to 16. Will Levis gets banged up at the end. It was a nightmare come true for these Titans and uh, their fans, us included. So, Jared, I'll let you go on your tangent. Um, I'm at a loss for words. My heart's still racing because uh, Will Levis, uh, hopefully he's all right, because if not for him, this whole thing is pointless. So. Have at it, buddy. There's no, there's no tangent. I mean, we, we saw the writing on the wall with this game, how it was starting to play out. First half looked pretty, really good. We were up 13-3, I think, at halftime, or 13-6, whatever it was. First drive, we got Traylon Burks. He, I called him out in the beginning of the game. Two catches, 57 yards. All of a sudden, after that, he had, like, one catch after four yards. Like, how, how we try to um, game plan to get our playmakers the ball, and then all of a sudden it just fades out. And um, – like Derrick Henry, we were talking with AC before Derrick Henry. He was getting the ball and 11 carries. He had, I think, negative one yard at one point in the game. Like, get Tajay Spears more involved, like he had last last week. He had 19 touches for 118 total yards. Get in the screen game, get him out in open space behind the backfield. Let Will Levis think and dunk to go right down the field. Um, so, so some things I didn't get, you know, in the game plan in the second half. But man, our defense, man, our defense was really strong. Uh, sack after sack again. Domingo Autry is unbelievable. Same thing with Arden Key. Harold Landry, another big game for him. He he had uh, pressure in Keenan Mall game. So, um, like I said, the writing on the, the it was the writing on the wall when it went when it went down in uh, in in overtime, and uh, they got the ball e- even before that. Do you, let's talk about something really quick before that. Right before the half, I mean, right before the end of regulation, we got a punt return by Mason Kinsey. He was clearly out of bounds. How don't you, as the home team, how don't you get that call for a penalty for plus 15 yards to go right then and there and seal the game right there with a game-winning kick? How yeah, I mean, it, it, it's frustrating when the refs don't do their job, but I'm one of those people where I'm one of the last ones to blame the refs. You control your own fate. You let it get to that point. Granted, they, have to, do their, they, granted they have to do their job. But we let it get to that point. Should it have been 15 yards? Sure. Could it have made an impact? Sure. But we also are our own worst enemy. We can't protect the quarterback. We get complacent on offense with our play calling. Um, it, it's just one step forward, two steps back with this team. And we joked about it. The most Titans thing ever would be to lose to this team. And we did. And it is frustrating when the refs miss calls. But guess what? At the end of the day, this was our game to win. I would like to say that we lost this game more than Houston won it. We had every opportunity to put them away. We didn't. We went down the field. The first drive of the game made it look easy. Looked like Burks was going to have a big game. And then it's just it, yeah, every first down we're running it. It's not working. We failed to change. It's just, listen, the rest of the year, I hate to say it, I wouldn't let this kid take another snap behind this offensive line. Get him 
all the help in the world in the offseason, in the draft, put Tannehill in there, let him get his ass beat and plan for the offseason because this was just – this is not what the doctor ordered. You know, this is it's frustrating. It's We're tired of it. And, you know, I wish Sal was on here low-key to talk about Vrabel because it all starts at the top, you know, and it is frustrating when you, you feel like you have all this momentum and then time in and time out, it, it's the second half. Where's the adjustments? You know what I mean? Where's – you know, I, I don't know, dude. I'm like flabbergasted. My heart's the racing. Thing with, the thing with me is because of uh, Will Levis. I, I think I think we may, we we, uh, we avoided something major with Levis. He was on the sidelines afterwards. They showed him, so he was limping a little bit. You know, who knows? Maybe it's a little sprain. Maybe he just got dinged up and he got caught in the turf. You know, whatever. Thank God. Hopefully, it's nothing. If MRI proves that tomorrow, uh, but if he is good to go, I'm going to be the total opposite of you and probably Sal, where I want Will Levis to start for the rest of the year, just so he has control of this team to see what we still have in him. I know he's the he's the guy. I'm not sitting him at all. I don't I don't care about anything because. Um, he needs to be more uh, uh, comfortable with, with the offense with, with Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly now, on the other hand, with the second half adjustments and, and the conservative play calling, all that shit has to stop because we have a kid who can throw absolute darts down the middle of the field. And why we went away from that and try to establish the run with a conservative play calling is ridiculous. Derrick Henry was not doing anything today. Getting hit in the backfield almost every single time. Tajay Spears needed to get more involved uh, in the second half, like like we were just talking about. I, I don't understand how how they try to uh, um, you know scheme drive by drive in the game to see how everything's going. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. And everybody in the chat and everybody on Twitter has no idea what they do uh, on a drive by drive basis. How they see things and how they scheme up things, we don't know. But from a fan's perspective, when we're sitting on a couch and we're couch GMs and we say, listen, this shit ain't working, you know, let our young gunslinger throw the goddamn ball down the middle of the field because that's working. I hate when they want to establish the run on first and second down and make him throw it and we punt. I hate that stuff. So if something's working, just keep going. I mean, when it comes to Tim Kelly, too, it's a double-edged sword because you would like for him to get, you know, on the same page with Will Levis into next year. But he's been extremely inconsistent the whole year, pretty, you know, below average in my opinion. So there's a part of me that wants to see what he can do with a full offseason with Levis yeah. and new personnel. But then there's a part of me that says, is anything going to change? And guess what? If we fire him, the reason why it's a double-edged sword is because, yeah, you get rid of him. But then Will Levis has to learn a whole new system. And we saw what we did with Marcus Mariota. God knows how many head coaches, how many – Offensive coordinators. coordinators, you're learning a new language every year. You know what I mean? So it's – listen, man, it, I don't know if there's any positives from this game other than it looks like Traylon Burks could could potentially still have some something left in him. You know, He, I, he showed I, me two catches. I need more than that. Uh, I need uh, a lot more than that. I'm as dejected as, if I've, uh, as I've been. After a loss in a, in a long time. Yeah, but I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? We lost the game. We're officially out of the playoff race now. Oh, big whoop. Now you start looking. Now we can start actually having conversations of the offseason. Okay, now we can we can we can teeter on the offseason. Look, and everyone's everyone's saying on here, you know, Tim Kelly fired Tim Kelly. You know, all this other stuff. Arthur Smith took a year. A beating his first year as offense coordinator. We all wanted his head. Look what he did for us going forward. Okay. Tim Kelly was Deshaun Watson's quarterback. I mean, um, offensive corner when he was in Houston. He did wonders with him. Look up those stats when he when he led the league in passing. 
yardage and everything like that. It, it's it's Tim Kelly and and uh, Will Levis' sixth game together, right? Something like that. Six, six game together. Yeah. I'm not taking I'm not taking anything away from that. Since Will Levis, the last two games he's played, we've been averaging two, uh, 28 points per game and averaging 392 yards total offense. So you can't go by this. It was a stingy uh, division loss. Division people play very well against each other. So I'm not taking anything away from Tim Kelly just yet. I mean, it, it may have looked bad, but this offensive line is really bad too. Let's not let's not take that away. Oh, it's awful. You know, it, it we might have a be swinging. The- yeah, Jalen Duncan may not be that great this year. He could be a, 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 um, a swing tackle in the future, like we've been saying. But he is not a starter. Aaron Brewer is not a starter. Uh, whoever we have over there um, at you right tackle right now, starters. he ain't a you starter. Yeah, maybe Skaronsky, maybe Brunskill. That's it. Skaronsky, I would say, is a starter, which, by the way, he got banged up. We might have two starters on this line, as is. But I'll tell you what, forget this wide receiver shit in the offseason in the draft. Uh, I mean, in, in the draft, I would go get the best offensive lineman available, maybe try and get Ayuk or, or T. Higgins in, in free agency. But we need the draft. Every lineman there is um, – to protect this kid. Cause if we ruin him, then, you know, we're going to be in the, the, the dog days of, of this franchise again. So I, I don't know. I, I'm frustrated. It, it's annoying too to lose at home in these jerseys in front of a, you know, a crowd that, you know, showed up today. I mean, listen, it, another reason why it's frustrating because you win this game, you're six and eight, you know, the Steelers lost. Um, who else lost? Um, Jets, Giants, every, everybody lost. Yeah, we I mean, listen, position man, in the draft. We could have maybe you – know, listen, I don't want to get ahead of myself and say we could have made the playoffs, but it was possible if we had won today. But I, I don't know. If Will Levis, Jared, I'm telling you right now, if it's anything that is somewhat, you know, can hobble him, three games left, forget it. We know he's got the ability to be the franchise. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about if he's good to go. If he's got yeah, a little lingering injury, to go, no. then sure. But if there's a, you know, a sprain or a tear or a bruise, you know, let him sit, you know, and let Tannehill, which, by the way, I don't want to get too – waste my breath on that idiot – Dancing up and down on the sidelines, smiling when Levis gets hurt. I mean, I mean, let's let's in. let's not let's not take clips, you know, a, a three second clip off the TV as like something. He got a pound from somebody. Probably said, "Let's go win this game." He probably smiled, gave a nod. The camera caught it, and everyone's gonna have their opinion on it. Oh, look at this asshole smiling that Levis got hurt. He's back in it, or he's saying, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna go win this game now." I mean, you can look at it both ways. I don't know what your loyalty is to this kid. Um, it's not. It's not loyalty at all. I'm just gonna just like Teron Davenport told you guys last time. You can't. You can't take a, a three second clip. You know he could have been saying something else. Someone could have had a conversation with him before that. Like that's the way of the world right now. Everybody takes a little clip and they and they make it a a huge a huge thing. So I'm not saying I I, I back Tannehill. Levis is my quarterback. I want Levis to start for the rest of the year, but we can't we can't do that. I don't. I don't even really know what else to say, man. I'm like at a loss for words with this team, this franchise. You know, I look like a hot mess right now. My hair is a mess. Yeah, look, uh, that was probably you pulling your hair, you know, during overtime and the regular. Beard looking all wild and shit. I'm, I'm not even kidding, dude. My heart was racing when Levis went down, and I saw them playing with his Achilles. My heart sank. They you said, know. I, you know, I was doing something like that too. But when they said we're not going to show the um, the replay, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the hell could possibly have happened? His yeah, knee caught, like his first ankle, like down on his shoulder, or that's what arm. I thought because his arm was his arm was backwards. 
Yeah. I mean, listen, and, 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 uh, you know, he needed to play better today too. The line didn't give him much protection, but that, that interception, you can't throw across your body. No. The throw to Hopkins could have been caught, but it could have been a little more in front of him, in my opinion. You know, I, I don't know, dude. It's just hopefully he's okay and we'll see what the diagnosis is. And then we take it from there because the season's lost. I'd rather pick top six or seven. Then tenth or eleventh. Well, right now you're in the you're in the seventh to eight, seventh to nine range right now, which is how bad the NFL is right now. You're gonna have five, you're gonna have five losses. You're gonna be that far back in the draft. And there's a chance we could lose out. We play Seattle next week, Houston and Jacksonville again. This time Houston in Houston. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, listen, I would pack it in, let this kid get well well rested for next year, get as high of a pick as possible. Do right in the offseason, do right in the draft, and 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 see, you know, see what he really has when you surround him with protection and talent. No, I, I hear you. I want to I want to touch on one thing too before we uh start wrapping up with the game here. Um, there was a release a couple days ago of a huge key player who I thought was gonna have a huge year for us and who was trying who was a really good run stuffer for us in Tierra Tart. Was it a surprise to you that we cut him? And do you think there's more to this story as it's going to come out? Um, listen, it's more the same where he asked for his release, tweeted well, something. They, yeah, he said that he asked for his release, but Paul Kaharski retweeted saying that's not what he heard. So well, listen, I don't know. It's more the same. It, it, there's got to be some truth to the fact that these players keep talking about, you know, whether they want to get released or after they get released, talking poorly of, you know, the franchise, it's got to make you wonder. I was surprised, um, you know, he's a solid talent. Supposedly it was contract related. They couldn't move him at the deadline. There was no suitors. Seems like they don't want to re-sign him in the offseason. But he's a solid run stuffer. He He's above average in that regard. He's good at what he does. I'm partial to him too because he's a Philly guy. I think yeah. he's West West Philly high, but yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised because he's one of our better interior linemen when it comes to stopping the run, and um, you know he was playing well. So yeah, it was a big surprise. Who knows? Maybe they're just chopping the fat off though, getting ready for the off season. But you know, I'm starting to think there could be something to you know a little bit of divide and dissension in the locker room. That's what I'm trying to say with, with not even the Mike Rabel situation. I was talking about when Jeffrey Simmons, when we lost to Pittsburgh, I, I believe it was, when Jeffrey Simmons got interviewed by Teron Davenport and, and Kayla and Jim uh, in the locker room, he said that we have to um, basically trim the fat. we got to weed the snakes out. we got to see who wants to play here. You know, guys aren't doing their part. And, you know, the comments are flooding right now on uh, YouTube that's saying, you know, Tark quit on this team. He, he very well could possibly quit on this team because he has contract negotiations. Um, coming up, and I, I read that Paul Kaharski article, and and Kaharski said that um, there was beef in the beginning of the season where uh, the defensive line coach was asked a question, you know, how's you know Tart's uh, development going on, and he goes, I'm not going to discuss you know Tier right now. You know, if you want to talk about Tier, you're going to talk to Vrabel. So I mean, there was a lot of stuff, you know, behind the scenes. That's why I said now that he's off the team, and they're gonna maybe you know start doing articles. You know, you know, everybody watch out for those articles if you, if you're you know interested into that um, TR Tart release. But um, another thing, um, Christian Fulton goes on IR. He kind of looked surprised too as well. That's another guy, you know, who is weeding the snakes out, who who's been beat in recent weeks, 
and all, all season long. He can't stay on the field with the hamstring. You know, he got hurt again. So I think they probably just said, you know, enough is enough with him. We don't want to deal with him. You know, put him on IR. And, and I, I think we've seen the last of him too. I'm not even wasting my breath on him. He's done. Looked good at times. Thought he was a steal when we got him. Sad yeah. to say that that draft was so bad, if you look back at it, that he was still probably the best pick in that draft. But I'm not wasting my breath on him anymore. Um, if we want to take some positives out of this game, you know, the red zone defense um, did look good. Look good. There's still the strength of this team, you know, which is, yep. is sad to say because they've looked so bad at times. McCreary looked pretty decent in this game. Um, hopefully – He's one of the guys in the secondary who's here to stay. But other than that, I think everyone's expendable in the secondary besides him and Amani Hooker. I mean, I won't be surprised if it's a whole new secondary um, next year, aside from him and aside from Amani Hooker. Listen, man, it's just frustrating. It's it's more the same. It's you know, I sound redundant, but like we're tired of it. You know, we're we're, we're tired of it, and. When is it going to change? That's kind of why I just want to get to the offseason to see what happens, to see what happens with the staff, to see what happens in free agency, the draft, see what happens with Vrabel. Like know. I said, everyone everyone's going to have their opinion on it. You know, we don't we don't like the taste of losing. We were we were the one seed a couple of years ago. We made a deep run in the playoffs. We're a game away from the Super Bowl. Now, with the John Robinson stuff out, Rand's going to come in, I believe, okay, with that money and with that roster he's going to build. And the draft picks that we're going to have in the top 10 here, I think we're going to build and we're going to weed some of that John Robinson's, those problem players out. And we're going to build a, hopefully a championship team like they did in in, um, in San Francisco. Yeah, maybe so, that's what they're, they're getting a head start on it now with Monty Rice being gone, with Fulham going on the IR, with Tarp being gone. So if you want to spin it into a positive, maybe they're just getting a head start on the offseason, you know, with these moves, um, trimming the fat, for lack of a better term. But, you know, I don't have much more to say. Let's put up some comments and um, get out of here. I tend to agree. You know, I, I tend to agree, Dom. You know, Henry hasn't looked the same the last few weeks. It'll be sad to see him go, but I also think it'd be foolish to commit to him for 7 to $10 million a year for the next couple years. Um, it, it is what it is. We need to change our identity as a franchise if we want to take the next step. So now, because I don't, I don't want to agree with you guys. I don't want to agree with you guys, so I'm going to well, say – Well, read hey. out his comment first. Fans won't want to hear this, but Henry cannot come back next season. The stubborn reliance on handing him the ball is the core issue with this offense, and Spears slash Levis are both suffering as a result. And like they, I said, I tend to agree. He hasn't looked the same um, – you know, he's not a vocal guy, so it's hard to really tell his level of frustration. Um, but his, his his play on the field the last few weeks has told – if it's told us anything, it's that he's lost a step. And maybe it's the line too, you know, because he's getting hit behind the line of scrimmage. But 50% of his snaps. That being I said, I, I don't think he comes back next year. So, like I said, I'm not going to agree with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other way and say – yeah, we're we will bring him back. You know, maybe a two years, you know, two years, whatever. You know, hundred, not a hundred, not a hundred million dollars. Two years, maybe fifteen million dollars, sixteen million dollars, whatever it is, right? But he's not the featured back. It moves to Spears now, and he, and, and Derek Henry could be the short yardage guy, and he could be the goal line back now because I think his loyalty still stays in Tennessee, and I think with a thousand yards, he needs to be the all time leader. I think they do try to bring him back. 
Well, you're not going to so, pay someone who's not going to be your. They're not going to They're not going to pay a top. Dollars. Yeah, but that's that's the going rate for these for these running backs right now. Not not the top running backs because that Tajay Spears is the prototypical running back right now on the teams. Uh, Pacheco, you see Singletary. You don't see that bell horse generational uh, running back like Derrick Henry no more. But I, I think I think they do bring him back, but he's not going to be the starter per se because I think this needs to be a fast paced tempo offense like Will Levis thrives in. Time will tell. Let's throw another comment up there. Law is incredible. This is reminiscent of Mike Malarkey being too loyal to the coordinators. Miss Amy may give Rabel an ultimatum at the end of the season. Tim Kelly is not it at ROC. I agree with you, Laz. I said this earlier. I think it's going to be an ultimatum where they want him to stay and they're happy to have him if he's okay with the moves that they make. It's not a thing we're going to have to wait and see on, though, you know, but I tend to agree. No, I understand what you're saying, Tom, and that's why I'm going vice versa on it. So I can I can see it either way, but um, with with uh, the Tim Kelly man, uh, the Tim Kelly situation, you're gonna give him what? How many games we we're at right now with him? Tim Kelly, Ooh, five and nine, yeah, thirteen games, fourteen 14. games. Yeah, you're gonna give him a fourteen game sample size, but you're gonna you're gonna let Todd Downing. You, you want Todd Downing for two years? Arthur Smith, guys, look up the stats. Arthur Smith was dog shit. It was so bad the first year with him. The second year, you know, guys coming into the system, it was good. And it got better and better and better. Todd Downing now, I can all agree with you on Todd Downing. Todd Downing was crap to begin with. He was crap in Oakland and and right, right where he was in Tennessee as well. Tim Kelly has a resume where he led an offense to, to – um, uh, number one uh, scoring offense in the NFL with DeAndre Hopkins. Look at those stats. So prime. Yeah, he had Hopkins. You have, you have Levis. You have Levis. You can go get a, a, a top tier wide receiver in the free agency or the draft now, and you have to build with that. I'm not going off 14 games next year. If they, if they, if it goes on, then I'll say it. But 14 games is not. And today the, the offensive game plan was terrible. I'm going to give you that, but I'm not moving on from that guy. Okay. I Just respect yet. your I respect your patience, Jared. Let's throw I mean, one. I, yeah, because just 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 to say like, oh, let's let's do away with him now. Now you're going back to the Mariota era, okay? Now you have Tim Kelly with Will Levis. Now you're going to put another co- coordinator in here. That's us fans to say, no, we we want more. We want better. We want better. I want better. Let's build around this kid now. Oh, build around because yeah. I, I don't I don't want an offensive coordinator every three years in the quarterback, and then we have to go get another quarterback because we shit on him just like we did with Jake Locker and uh, Marcus Mariota. So. That's I hear you. you bring up a good point. I hear you. He can he could produce when he has the talent. Tim to... Kelly was the OC in Houston when when uh, when he led the league in uh, yards. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens there as well. Like I said, a lot of unknowns. We can argue till we're blue in the face, but that's why I'm somewhat you know anxious to just get this season done with. With eight being healthy, yep, and ninety eight being healthy. He's another guy I wouldn't bring back uh, this year. If we, you know, I just don't see any reason why we should. I don't, whatever. One more comment and then let's get out of here. The Titans are not passing on Marvin. Well, honestly, the Titans are not passing on Marvin (laughs) Axel Jr. for a left tackle. We're going to have to be picking third to do that. And I just don't see it. Arizona. We're going to have to be picking first. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think the Bears might take him and keep Fields. You know, he's looked decent the last couple weeks. Um, you know, you never know. The Bears did lose today, though. So actually, no, they have the Panthers pick. So we're both five and eight with them. Yeah, whoever they have, they have the Panthers. Wait, what am I saying here? 
So the Panthers have the first pick. Yeah, but the Bears do. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Brain fart. Yeah, so it's the Bears, Bears, Patriots, and and Cardinals right now. Yeah. I think it's a pipe dream. I don't see it happening. And after today's performance, the the offensive line, I'm starting to lean best offensive lineman available. Go get T. Higgins. Go get IU. You know, make a move in free agency for a receiver. But if you want this kid to succeed, you know, they got they got to do what they did with uh, Tua and, and Jalen Hurts and. Uh, and listen, if they took Marvin Harrison Jr., I wouldn't be mad. I just don't see it being a possibility with where we're probably going to end up drafting because he could be the first pick. Will not fall further than three. No. Um, with that being said, though, we need to protect this kid. I wouldn't be mad if they get Marvin Harrison Jr., but one, I don't see us picking that high to get him, and two, you got to protect this kid. No, I, I completely agree. Like I said, I, I'm not going to make any any um, predictions going into the draft right now because I want to see what they do in the first and second wave of free agency. And that's going to give you a little telltale sign of where they're going to go, where they're leaning yeah. towards. Because they go heavy with $100 million on the line, you know a playmaker's going to be coming in uh, in that draft, whether it be Brock Bowers, Neighbors, or um, or somebody else in, in that first seven to eight picks. So I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, yep, yep. And I'm good with this show, okay? You good with it? I'm good with it for now. Oh, hopefully, we get a little positive now going into the Seattle. The only positive is is okay. That's yes. the only positive. We're, pray, we're praying for good no. results on an MRI. Hopefully, when we do our next show, you know we have you know the fact that he's okay. Be able to talk about him a little bit and and his health going forward. But until then, say your prayers. Hope eight is all right. And um, you know, Sammy, Sammy, send us out. <laughs> Stole it. Good for you. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.